There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Braille Institute of America. Each Tuesday, we're going to bring to you the latest information on computers and adaptive technology. Helpful Tips for People Who Use Facebook Well, Facebook has really become one of the most popular social media programs that's available in the world today. There are literally millions and millions of people who use Facebook, and through Facebook they've been able to rekindle friendships, perhaps even romantic relationships, and promote their businesses. Now, Facebook is a very, very fun type of thing for many people to use, and for other people they're hesitant because they're concerned about their privacy. For example, many people feel that they don't want to put things on Facebook because if they put their information, such as their name, their place of birth, their birth date, and other types of information, others may see it, and that makes them at greater risk of being hacked, or perhaps their identification may be stolen. I know for myself, that was one thing I was really very hesitant to do, is to open a Facebook account, because I didn't want anybody to have any bit of information about me or my family. One of the things that you'll probably be very, very surprised with is if you ever go on Google and you type in your name or your mother or father's name or your name and your wife's name and see what comes up. For myself, I personally do not have a Facebook page, but when I did type in this information, I found that there was so much information about myself, about my family, about where we lived. There was a lot of personal information on there, and a lot of this information gets onto the Internet through the government itself. So this kind of shows me that no matter how careful you are, maybe you don't ever go on the Internet, but if you have an application for a mortgage, or you apply for a college, or you apply for a student loan, a lot of times this information still gets onto the Internet. So the first thing that I recommend that you do if you are a Facebook user that you want to go ahead and protect yourself. You might want to go and talk to your insurance agent. I know many insurance agencies have different protection plans to protect you in the event that your identity is stolen. There's other programs that are especially there just to protect you if your identity is stolen. For example, they claim that if your identity is stolen that they will take care of all these things and they insure it up to a million dollars. So, my recommendation is before you even go and open up a Facebook page, or if you already have one, you really should think about ways that you can protect yourself on the Internet. Go ahead and speak to your insurance agent or go to one of these other programs and these agencies that are online that do protect you for your identity. But one of the things that I learned recently at a Tech Top group meeting in Los Angeles, California, was ways that you could use Facebook easier if you are a person who is totally blind. For a person who is partially sighted, you could use things such as screen magnification software and use your home computer and access Facebook. You could use programs such as Zoom Text, which will magnify the screen. You could use Magic, and that will magnify the screen. But for people who are totally blind or who have very poor vision, there are other ways that you too can access Facebook. One of the ways that many people in this group were discussing how they use Facebook is that they don't go to the typical Facebook page. They go to a special mobile Facebook page, which is www. 
m as in mobile dot facebook dot com and at this site www.m.facebook.com it is a site that is really designed to be used on mobile devices such as your cell phone as a result a lot of the different types of images that are usually on the screen are not displayed it doesn't present or display a lot of the flash and this makes things a lot more easy to navigate people at this group were using the www.m dot facebook dot com website whether they were using their cell phone or if they were using their desktop or laptop computers they basically stated that this made it much much easier when they were navigating using a text-to-speech screen reader such as voiceover or if they were using jaws another thing that a lot of people said that they found it even easier for them to not even use their desktop computer these folks were using their iPhone 4S. Now the main reason that these folks stated that it was easier for them to do Facebook on their iPhone was that the fact that the iPhone 4S has Siri and Siri allows a person to dictate information directly into the cell phone and it will then type it there for them. So for example if you want to leave a comment you could simply dictate that and you could dictate it into Facebook. This saves a lot of time and makes it a lot easier as compared to trying to type it using the touch screen. Now others stated that they use a combination of all sorts of things. For example, they say that for certain features when they're on Facebook, they will use the mobile site which is the www.m.facebook.com. But others stated that they purchased some very affordable applications and for these different applications the applications could be better for different functions of what they were doing. Two of the more popular types of applications that they use on the iPhone 4S were number one Facely F-A-C-E-L-Y HD and again that's Facely HD F-A-C-E-L-Y HD and the second one was FaceTech, F-A-C-E-T-E-K. That's F-A-C-E-T-E-K. Now a lot of users who are really avid iPhone users using Facebook, they stated that with a combination of using the mobile website and these two applications, they could do basically everything that they wanted to do. A lot of the members of the group stated that they often will leave messages for others to see. They send reminders to themselves to remind them of things that they have to do. They send birthday announcements to wish their friends happy birthday. Others are sending pictures and different types of photographs to show with everybody. And they're doing all the things that they want to do with Facebook. So after speaking with a lot of these people, I realized that there's different ways that we all might benefit from using Facebook. I think number one, I think that we have to be careful about using Facebook and remember that the name that we put on our Facebook page will sort of dictate who is going to be able to find you. For example, if your name is Joe Smith, but all of your friends and your family, your very close friends and family, have a nickname for you where they might call you Jose, you might actually use Jose in your Facebook name which makes it a lot easier for that special group to find you. 
if you're trying to communicate with a lot of other professional people that you work with on Facebook, then that may be a way that you're going to use something that's specific more towards your work. Maybe you work at a company and you want to incorporate the company's name in your Facebook name. In this way, when you have these different Facebook accounts, you're going to know exactly who is there. I have heard of many, many disasters where people have sort of mixed and matched their professional friends with their social friends, and as a result, some of the pictures or messages or comments that are left on your Facebook page, it sometimes doesn't reflect the proper you. It might be where a friend of yours from high school who just playing a joke might put a very, very odd message on your wall, and then suddenly your boss or somebody at work sees it. It could be a very uncomfortable scene. So you can create more than one Facebook account. And remember that different accounts are going to be meant for different people. Maybe one account is just to talk to all of your family and your cousins. Another account is just strictly for your friends. And another one would be strictly for work. And this way you can keep things really organized and as secure as possible. So I hope that this information is helpful to you. Remember that there's different ways that you can access Facebook with a screen reader. One is you simply use your text-to-speech screen reader and go to www.emma.facebook.com. If you have an iPhone 4S or one of the other types of iPhones, you might consider purchasing a couple of applications. One application is Facely HD and that's F-A-C-E-L-Y HD. The second application is Facetech, F-A-C-E-T-E-K. So I hope this information is helpful to you, and good luck as you're using your iPhone or your computer with Facebook. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.